righty. That means this is episode 323 of We Were Gamers, a podcast uh, where we talk about stuff. And this week, we're going to talk about some stuff. Trust me. I'm JJ, and with me are my wonderful co-hosts, uh, Michael. What's going on? And Andy. Hey, he's got the pepper. Are we baseball? What? I don't Oh, pep! Interesting. I was going pepper because of food, but you pepper in baseball too. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is oh, spicy you, uh, both ways, I guess. Right. I was going to say. Sp- speaking of uh, of spicy baseball, did you guys see that a triple play got turned today? Huh. Oh man, that's pretty cool. Were the Angels play? <laughs> did the no, Angels it give it up? The, <laughs> I want to say it was the the Twins and the Rangers. Nice, uh, Andy. I, I know you follow thrown out on the base paths. It's uh, it's oh, on there. I usually do a thrown out on the base paths bedtime uh, recap. Ah, I have I have a routine. I have a routine now. Uh, I have my morning routine and my evening routine um, for the time when you're indisposed and can't go anywhere. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. The morning routine is uh, uh, a wordle. And worldle and global and framed. And I usually. Oh, I was going to ask if you, you were doing framed. I've been enjoying framed recently. Framed recently, I've gotten uh, most of them in, in one to two. I got today on one. Good for you. I, I was Good like, time. there's no. I was like, is it this? And I just like typed it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm right. I haven't even seen that movie. <laughs> oh, I got. Uh, I got framed on three today because I have not seen that movie. Yeah. Um, but I got framed in two when I haven't seen the movie before just because it's like, I know what this is. Yeah. Sometimes you just know, right? Uh, the My favorite one from days ago, which we could ruin because it was days ago, was the um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I got that on one. Yeah, I got it on one also. I, saw, I was like, I saw that. I'm like, this is who framed Roger Rabbit. Easy. Yeah. Easiest one I've ever done. Well, they, they put a picture of Bob Hoskins on the thing and it's like Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And I was like, come on. Mm. It said like Valiant and Valiant solve case or whatever. I, I didn't even look at the picture. I'm like, Valiant. That's that's definitely who framed Roger Rabbit. I just yeah. immediately entered it and got it right. Yeah. Yeah. There's been some good ones on framed recently. I can usually finish all those in under five minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, global, global today, and I may be dropping off of global because sometimes they put you in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, and you need to know that Nauru is a country. Yeah. Um, and is different from Tuvalu. Y- yeah, and you know, after you've already guessed everything from the Solomon Islands through Papua New Guinea. Yeah. And it's like that's that's not that fun. Um. Then the nighttime routine is a couple Twitter recaps, and one of which is thrown out on the base paths because usually by then most of the games are over. A great that was one a long I saw story. Several days ago, <laughs> a great one I saw several days ago from Twitter was a batter fouled a ball off into the dirt directly in front of him, and it just stuck there. Like it didn't bounce, stuck in the huh. dirt in front of him, like wow. okay. embedded in the ground. That's and really, really hard to do everyone <laughs> didn't know what to do the catcher is like what <laughs> the rudder <laughs> the batter is like what do i do do i run <laughs> am this is foul am i out and the umpire was like it's foul <laughs> after everyone stood around for like 10 seconds it was just like you know what it's foul we're just gonna <laughs> no one knows what to do with this foul ball yeah it I may saw- have been fair based on where it was i didn't like you couldn't really see but yeah I saw one similar in the opposite direction. I saw a guy hit a uh, hit the baseball on a one hop. Huh. So the pitcher threw a 58-footer, and the batter sw- was swinging down at the ball and managed to pick it up as it was hopping back up off the dirt. Does that count? That, I don't think that which counts. Apparently, it, it apparently is a live ball. Huh. And he can hit it, though? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, he hit it at somebody and got out, I think. I think he just, like lined it right at one of the oh, so now that's why i was about to ask if it was a line drive didn't it already hit the ground once i don't think that but after after he oh hit not after it, he it hit it not. though not after he hit it mm. very cleverly worded baseball rule book yeah i guess it matt yeah i guess you can because you can hit a wild pitch too it doesn't have to cross the plate or anything 
Can I run over to where it is rolling on the ground and swing at it golf clubs? No, you can't leave the batter's box. <laughs> yeah. You can't. Okay, got it. Darn. My plan to Happy Gilmore the ball is, is out. <laughs> I mean, you could stretch for it as long as you tapped it before your feet left the box. Yeah. I mean, if the pitcher botches it at you. God, I hope they don't. That's so dangerous. <laughs> yeah, oh, it yeah. is. I mean, you know, there are some of those, uh, some of the women that play what the women's baseball is like. That underhand throw is vicious. Women's baseball? You mean softball? Is it called softball? I didn't know if it was called softball. The underhand throw is softball. Yes. Okay. That throw is vicious, man. Yeah. Um, the thing about that is that y- you don't get as injured in that game because the pitchers are insanely accurate. They don't have to throw balls in that um, because you can't hit the pitch. So, yeah. <laughs> so the best you pitchers also, in softball just throw strikes the whole time. Yeah. They're also closer to the home plate because the base path is shorter. Right. Which causes, yeah, which causes the pitches that come the same speed, JJ, you know, about reacting at certain yeah, yeah distances i mean they're talking about moving pitchers back in baseball oh because it's too easy the reaction time is too no because the it, reaction time too, is too short too, much too, hard. Been, too hard d- pitching wide, is too dominant yeah pitching is too dominant league wide in theory i see not for the angels uh all right well anyway these are the <laughs> sorts of things you talk about when the three of us get together and uh, the three of us got together this past weekend. Hey, I'm still tasting that macaroni. Uh, the the gnocchi and the octopus, dude. That, that octopus. Uh, you won. Dream. You won. I think dreaming I dreaming about that octopus. I sat and thought about it for a long time. And while I liked that, I would order the gnocchi more because uh, I could eat it more often. That octopus is uh, amazing. I would. I, I, I went out on a limb and ordered it, right? It's one of those things where, like, I'm not going to order that at a restaurant I don't know that I would trust, you know? But I've had great food at that restaurant, well, before it moved locations. I guess I could have got burned. But you vouched for it. You said it was still good. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go for this. And yeah, it was good. Yeah. So shout outs to Old Vine, Old Vine Kitchen. That's what yeah, they yeah. are now, right? You almost called it the I old almost thing. said cafe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, old vine kitchen and bar. Yeah, so people check that place out. It was a lot of fun. Had a wonderful little table outside. Had a great, uh, great time there. How attentive uh, is that owner? Woo wee! Oh, he Man. was awesome. Is he like that every day? The dude just like can you believe it? Is yeah, working. Yeah. Man, what a you cool love guy! Love what you do. True story. Anyway, really great time. Uh, it was so nice to see you guys. Um, yeah. Love, wonderful. love doing that. And it was nice that we had a wonderful um, reason to celebrate that I, we learned of, and that was great. Uh, we're all very happy for you, Michael, and uh, and your wife. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're excited. Buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buckle up. Is that, is that no, where the rest of that was going? No, no, no. Just... Um... Don't, uh, don't over-invest in buying a lot of Steam games. <laughs> Sure. But I, I mean, can tell you from experience. I mean, we'll I, I think the proper response to that is too late. Yeah, <laughs> it's already too late. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, th- that time will come back around when your kids are, you know, in their teens and older and don't want to be around you anymore because you're you're their dad and they're you're uncool. And you're yeah, like, great. Gotta- I'm going to go take play some games later. You got to take them to everything, though. So uh, unless no, bro, you got a Steam that's why Deck. You get a, I, that's why you get them a driver's license, and it's their problem, not your problem anymore. <laughs> I know how that works. That happened to me. I think we let it off last week with some talk about Andy and your e-bike. I did. Have you... We asked people if they wanted to hear more. I think the people are interested. Okay. That's true, because we did get emails. So we could just do emails about that. And then also I could clarify. What did I need to clarify? Oh, I don't know if I was right or wrong on the mileage. Oh, we also have to do another email clarification, don't we? 
I guess mm-hmm. you're saying the, uh, we do. We? So, uh, I'm the trusting Alan, you. Alan Moore, uh, Neil Gaiman clarifications. That oh, we got. okay. Oh, it, as as called we, out by as called out one, by Ken. Yeah. Did one of us? Or was it me? Maybe who said? No, I think what happened you, is he wrote Swamp Thing. I said that because we were talking about Neil Gaiman, and then we started talking about Alan Moore and their their differences in management in Hollywood productions. And it's, it sounds like we got that a little bit twisted up. And then I either wasn't clear or I misspoke or I just said it all wrong or whatever that uh, Neil Gaiman had written the Swamp Thing stuff, which is not true. It was Alan Moore. Uh, uh, got it. So, you know, we were talking about a lot of different things. We got a lot of them twisted up. Uh, so fact check us, because we ain't right about everything. True story. Uh, so folks who want to write that in, the answer is where, Michael? Where can they send those correct? They can send that to uh, to podcast at weweregamers.com. Nice. Yeah, yeah do it. You were wrong uh, we got- at weweregamers.com. <laughs> uh, but no, that's not the email address, so don't, no. Uh, but... Uh, we got a lot of emails about e-bikes this week. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about a few. Um, so one email here clarifies the other type of bike uh, that I did not get that we should talk about as well that I didn't talk about because I didn't know how pe- people were interested in this kind of thing. Uh, so we could do that one first, I think. That would be good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the beginning of this, I should clarify, I think I said the mileages that I get out of mine, but it's very battery and wattage dependent. So here's the email. Um, speaking of electric bikes, there are multiple types of electric bikes. Uh, the one that I ride, this is from Mr. and Mrs. Hall, uh, that I ride is a bicycle that is battery powered with a motor that only works when you pedal. So it's um, there's two different ways that those can work. One would be resistance and the other would be uh, 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 sensor based. I forget what the actual term is where one feels whether the pedal is being pushed and the other is more like a speedometer and determines whether or not it's spinning. Right. Okay. So one's All like right. looking at the, the what's the, the chain and the axle or whatever. And then the other one they, is looking at for like depression on the pedal. They're both watching the rotation of the pedal in a, in a way because the in sensors different ways, I guess. in yeah, okay. the motor, right? The motor is one big housing. And so it either determines if you're pushing or if it's rotating. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, and those react different ways to follow the law because the pedal assist is only allowed to help you at certain times. Um, if you are in certain classifications, we could talk about that in a second because this email brings up other classifications. Um, the battery range on this bike that he's talking about is 35 miles and his bike weighs 48 pounds. That's, that's interesting. Mine is a 52 pound bike, including the battery. Uh, and I think I mentioned the range was somewhere around 40 to 50 miles. That's on high. I found out I put it into economy mode, which means it helps you a lot later in the power band and only for a certain amount of range. Um, and it said 90 miles. Which makes sense, right? Okay. The, yeah. the idea of economy, it's using the battery less yeah. or whatever. I also am guessing um, that I might have a newer bike and the battery might be larger and heavier because 50, you know, that's four more pounds. My bike weighs four more pounds. So, yeah, I was going to say yeah, I bet yeah, most yeah. of that weight is in the battery. Right. I, yeah. hundred uh, percent. It's not like you, the, it's not like you bought a steel frame bike instead of <laughs> aluminum. Like that's not a thing. <laughs> I'm sure we've made this bike out of only (laughs) iron. This bike, this bike is driven by steam power and lead. (laughs) (laughs) Superman can't nuke this bike. Uh, Electra Townie is the name of that bike. I've seen those. They're cute. Uh, They're, they're bike bikes, kind of cruiserish. The other bike we have takes the e-bike experience to the next level. It is much bigger and heavier. It weighs about 60 pounds. It has a battery range of 60 miles with a much bigger battery. The added feature is a throttle like a moped. This bike will move without pedaling if the rider wants to use that feature. It's very helpful when riding up hills. Yes. So, uh, now we get into the, we need to talk more about bikes. Um, 
thing. And uh, and that will lead into our second email here from... I bet you guys... If you've been paying attention, you might have heard the name Alex M. on this podcast. We like... I have. We it's like come our, up. We like our emails from Alex M. Alex M. says, I've super been considering a purchase like you were describing with a bike. Would love any links, extra insights you might have. Thanks. I will say... It depends very heavily on the state that you live in, the information you need about buying an electric bike. However, I was just going to say, I bet the laws are important here, right? Yes. Uh, however, if you consider that you want to go to national parks, there is a key piece of information that we will talk about in a second. Nationally speaking, people have started to delineate three classes of electric bike. One the type that we were talking about with the pedal assist only where there's a motor that is mounted that determines whether you are pedaling somehow that pedaling then is the only way that the battery and motor assist you in pushing the bike. That's class one. The pedal assist has to shut off at 20 miles an hour. As in you it won't okay. help you above the battery and motor cannot assist you if your speed enters a phase above 20 miles an hour okay got it class two uh is allowed to have a throttle instead of just pedal assist it can also have a speedometer and it can operate in only throttle mode without you pedaling it. But it can't cross over 24 miles an hour, I believe, is the California rule, but it's different in different states. So there's some okay. limit on the top speed, even right. though this is veering into mopedish territory. Mopedish territory. Absolutely, yeah. That is just throttle, though. It it will pedal the bike or do whatever it does on its own, but you pedaling does not affect the throttle. Then there's class three where if you're pedaling, it can assist you above 20 something miles an hour for people that want to go super duper duper fast. Uh, there's also some bikes that have what they call unlimited modes where the throttle will just drive you as fast as you physically can go. So, like a moped, they reach like 35, 45 miles an hour on a bicycle. Sounds kind of terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's really like four classes of bike, but there's only three recognized classes of bike. Um, most national parks, if not all, most ones that allow bikes, so not all national parks, only allow class one bikes. Or bicycles with their batteries turned off if they can't operate as class one bikes. That's the like national okay. rule. That's what I would have guessed. Beyond I wonder that, how, wonder how enforced that rule is. I'm gonna yeah, guess not very. So I would get to that. Beyond that, there are many different rules in different places. Some paved bike paths will allow class two bikes. Um, some state parks or county parks won't even allow electric bikes on like mountain biking paths at all not even class one bikes um some bike paths are class one and lower only class three as far as i can tell is allowed road only is pretty much everywhere um and then unlimited is technically illegal right uh we provide it you decide it is the name of the game on that one. You know, we're not letting you, you, you're driving a Maserati. It's not like we're telling you to break the law because it goes faster than the speed limit. But, but, sure, you, can. but you can, you can go the, as fast as you want it to. The Bugatti's top speed is 250, but you don't have to go that fast. Yeah, right. You don't have to top it out. Right. And so when I was looking at, I actually went and I test rode. And, uh, Alex, I would suggest you do this. Go to places and test ride bicycles. They love it. Because most of those people are super into the bikes. 
and they just want to talk about them. It, I will so, tell you, uh, not pertaining to e-bikes, but we took my uh, my wife's bike to a bike shop near us, and you know, just because it needed some like fixing generally, uh, and they were like so happy and like really into doing the work, and then also were like, "Want to check out these e-bikes? Look how cool they are!" Like. People were like, you know, wheeling them around in the store and they had a little area cordoned off in the parking lot where they were letting people ride them around. So, yeah. Um, go ride them, ride them with the batteries on and then ride them with the batteries off and decide for yourself. I think the biggest thing with looking at an electric bike is deciding for yourself where you're going to use it for. I went and I rode the moped style one. And I got to say, like, if I were a person that was, like, having trouble, I've seen a lot of people with, like, assistance bikes where they're lower to the ground and they're, like, tricycle and they have, like, a big gearing systems. Or um, maybe I had, like, knee issues, etc. Those moped ones are awesome. Because uh, you just throw it in throttle mode and that's the end of it, right? Yeah. Um. But as much as it is fun that they ride like a motorcycle, they also ride like a motorcycle um, that you then have to push if it doesn't have a battery on. Mm. Uh, they don't have any gear. It, hel- it helps you. It helps you get up that hill. You're sure. also taking a fifty pound rocket down that hill. Yeah. Well, it has. It doesn't have any gearing because it has a thousand watt motor on it. You know. Right. Um, so if the battery dies on you, which it shouldn't, right? You plan ahead. It's got 60 miles of range. How often do you ride even 10 miles? You know, uh, uh if you're, if you're Mr. I, so I happen to know Mr. And Mrs. Hall who sent okay. us that email. Gotcha. Uh, they do every day. <laughs> they are uh, on those bikes all the awesome. time. Uh-huh. They are going. So the reason, uh, my understanding is they got those bikes is because, you know, you know, the, Age comes for us all, Andy. <laughs> and, you know, it is nicer to be able to take a bike ride and not murder your knees or, you know, your hips or whatever piece of injury you have today, but still be able to get a workout if you want one, right? Mm-hmm. Or get the workout on the way out and then on the way back, chill. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure. I, I see and love the moped style. I did. I got as far as putting one from Seattle into my cart and deciding that I was going to buy it. And then we, as a family, discussed what we were going to do biking. And there happened to be a bicycle sale at, uh, I guess I could just say the chain, REI. They're a big brand. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think people have generally negative feelings about that company. Um and I went and test rode class one bikes there and for our use as a family, it made more sense to get a class one bike because I could take it the places that I wanted to go more often without getting in my head about what was legal. And I'd, I mean, if you follow the rules, you can't get in trouble for not following the rules, right? Right. But uh, so the thing that the moped people told me is like, you know how many cops come in here to buy these things? They're not, you know, if you're not tooling around at 250 miles an hour, no one's going to pull you over. Right. Um, they're very different. They ride very different. The class one bikes are a bicycle with a little bit of added weight so that it can assist you if you want it to. The class two bikes are... And even if it says it can go 45 miles an hour in throttle mode, that's still technically a class two bike. It, you know, you just, you got to choose not to run it, not as a class two bike. <laughs> sure. Um, gosh, there's so much about electric bikes. What ended up really helping me was test riding both and then seeing what you get for the price with each bike because the prices range wildly based on who manufactures them and what parts they're using. And if you're going to get a class one bike, the advantage is that it's a bicycle. So if it breaks, you can take it to a bicycle shop. Um, Now they may not have exactly the right parts. If you buy some sort of 
like if you buy a rad power is a big brand i don't i don't necessarily recommend or not recommend them i don't i don't have one but they're a big brand but you order the bike right and it gets sent mm-hmm. to your house and yeah it's a bicycle and you can get the bicycle parts fixed pretty much anywhere but they manufacture their own custom motor and their own custom brakes and their own custom battery sure so those you have to order from them and wait for them to show up the bike that i bought uses all shimano parts shimano battery shimano motor shimano brakes so any bike shop could get those and replace them you know um that's one benefit of like a class one a class two all the parts are basically custom all the time because the motors are thousand watt motors. The batteries are massive because they're made for each bike specifically. The, the what they use for brakes varies very wildly. I mean, like some of them have hydraulic disc brakes because you got to be able to stop going 45 miles an hour. Yeah, I would say yeah. if you're going 45, you want serious brakes that like yeah. real seen, ones at this point. I have seen electric bikes with caliper brakes. I'm not kidding you. I fully believe it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's all over the place. And so the the real problem is narrowing down what you're going to use it for. Do you need to carry a ton of cargo all the time? Okay. Well, that helps because only three or four companies make good cargo bikes. So you look up cargo bike reviews. Um, Outdoor Gear Lab is a good place to start. They have a decent review system. Uh, Electrek. Trek T-R-E-C-K is a good resource of people that get access to all the electric bikes because they review everything electric. Um, those two places are good places to start if you're looking for it. Uh, your, your use case really helps determine where you need to look and then determining what you get for the price uh, is, is a good sell. Those moped ones, you get a lot more for the price, but might be harder to repair, but they're also more expensive, right? I think the thing that I have heard from people is mostly like if you're used to riding a normal bike, the added weight is going to matter and you should know that it's going to be way heavier. Right. And they don't ride like bikes, right? The added weight. Oh, if you just mean electric bike in general. um, Yes and no. It depends. A lot of them have the big old fat tires and they only have one gear because they're powered by a hub motor. And that makes the the weight weighty. Mm-hmm. My bike weighs 50 pounds, but it's got gearing. I don't notice it super a lot. So. I mean, there's a ton. There's a ton to know. Like, what you get built into them can be high or low. Like, mine has a built-in light that goes from the battery. Some don't. I mean, within their own models like the super 73 that everyone sees advertised everywhere. Some models have it. Some models don't that are built in that power off the battery. Um, and every bike that you look at has another competitor. So like if you're looking at relatively inexpensive bikes, like rad bikes, they have competitors. If you're looking for higher end bikes like Aventon bikes. They have competitors and, uh, shop around. Don't, don't settle quickly would be my advice yeah there you go uh more email questions specific yeah, questions send them in yeah yeah, yeah. there's because the, 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 you can get into nitty-gritty specifics of like okay what are the best motor manufacturers well those would be bosch and shimano maybe but it depends on the shimano model who makes the best batteries? Well, you all of them are good as long as they have uh, Panasonic cores. Don't get a uh, don't get a hundred dollar bike from China because it will burn your house down. Are those the ones that have been causing the garage fires? Basically, uh, uh, thermal runaway is a real issue. Make sure whoever manufactures the battery is a real company. And to be fair, that goes for like most electronic products, like. Jesus. Uh, I just completely dropped something. Uh, if you're doing, you know, buying cheap laptops, you're buying weird little hoverboards, 
scooters, electric um, skateboards I've seen. Yeah. Like, all yeah. of those have the same issue. It, they got batteries on them, man. Yeah. The smaller the device, the smaller the problem, right? So it's harder to notice these issues. Uh, but even big-name companies like Samsung had a problem with their, what was it, Galaxy phones exploding? Sure, but yeah. they're a big enough company that they have a reputation and they will fix it for you, right? Yeah. I mean, they're not going to look, they're not going to fix your house burning down. That's why you have insurance. Right. But, <laughs> but also, the, a phone lighting on fire is not going to burn your house down nearly as often. You, you can catch a phone, unlike but an electric skateboard might. Well, if you plug in your bike in the garage, like most people do, and you leave it plugged in because you go to bed, uh, unlike the directions, maybe it burns down while you're sleeping, you know? It's it's an expensive purchase anyway. If you're got, getting something nice, make sure it's made by somebody real. That's my advice there. I'm afraid of my house burning down. That's all. I think that's uh that's good. Good yeah. Good I, I, I will absolutely continue on this if people have more specific questions. Like I did research on this, this, and this, but I don't understand why you would want front but no rear suspension. I have an answer for that. But you have to well, email to ask. Yeah, if you want to ask questions, <laughs> folks, you heard. Send those in. Podcast at WeWereGamers.com. But I think we all have the question. Did you burn anyone's house down in Champions of the Continent? Oh, am I supposed to have? Not yet. Uh, I got a lot of thoughts and feelings. Buckle up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Where Where are you at? I am chapter two complete for fame, and I am one boss battle away from chapter two complete wealth, and I have not started chapter two power. Okay. So, yeah, that uh, that chapter two fame ending. Huh. Yeah. What a thing. I wish that I could back an armored car over Francesca <laughs> every single day for the rest of my life. It wouldn't be enough times, honestly. Yeah. I have a party of eight female characters. Eight. In a game that seems to hate women. They're certainly not kind. First of all, how on earth would any one writer be like, yes, this is it. This is my moment. I'm going to, the twist is going to be that the mom will choose the deranged psychopath over her own child. And then you're going to fight her in a battle. (laughs) (laughs) One was enough. But I guess the catharsis of me being able to stomp on her in the boss battle. I'm no uh I'm no member of the He Man Woman haters, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But Francesca deserved to be hit with ice level two repeatedly. Special kind of evil. Yeah. Dude. I can't believe the story went there. I was busy recording, like, the gallows thing. And do you remember the gallows thing? Yeah. Okay, so for spoilers here. Spoilers, if you're playing this game. uh, Just jump ahead, I guess. The gallows thing I thought was really messed up. Where it was like, yeah, he he found these gallows from an old king and he moved them here because of the morbid nature of the punishment, which was like the the uh, what was it? The criminals' family gets put on the gallows and then they have to choose two of them one of and the they two. have to choose one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you could, he hangs his wife or his kid and yeah. you get to pick one. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's horrific and terrible. And then I thought, like, oh, interesting. Like, that's going to be what we have to do for Francesca and the kid. Like, they were going to bring the thing back. No, they just, like, twist that into an even more morbid thing where, like, she's choosing between two people that aren't even equivalent. And clearly he's lying the entire time. But, you know. um, Stockholm Syndrome. Whoever. Well, I don't know. Whoever wrote it, you know, really 
didn't want her to choose uh, the way that most people would think you would have to choose. I, 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 uh, yeah. I, I think the... I think the... I think their attempt at being mature went overboard here, and they didn't have enough writing acumen, I guess, to tell a story like this. I... Right. If if this was like a if this was like a five hundred page novel, maybe there's a way you could get to this story, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 Right. But I don't if think Craig, in a video game in two chapters. If Craig <laughs> like Mason, two if, hours total of gameplay, maybe. If Craig Mason had thirteen hours, I'd believe it. The uh, the guy that did Last of Us. Okay. Yeah. And uh, with that TV show about. The nuclear place. Chernobyl? Chernobyl, that one. Sure. Uh, Sure, yeah. But, like, the one hour... I mean, man, those story chapters are really long. Like, really long. They are, yeah. The talking goes on and on and on and on. It's like... You want an RPG, man? This is the game. <laughs> I know, but it's like, walk to the next screen. Wait for them to... It's just tough because I have to get through all of it. I think the problem is this. I think the problem is that I know that I need to get through it to do the master of all thing, to get the nameless town thing. And so I'm somewhat getting a little impatient because it's not something I can bite size easily to take on a chapter. So it's not like I can take the kids somewhere and then like bite size five minutes of the chapter. Cause just five minutes yeah. is only about half the talking before I get to stop. Yeah, you sure. kind of have to get through a scene to where it lets you back out on the map and yeah. then you're okay. Right. right. But, but if those scenes go on, you kind of are stuck there. Yeah. I did do one of the traveler stories. I did Sophia's traveler story because she's in my party and I wanted to. Those yep. are very bite sized. Yes, those are really good. Some of them are a little bit longer, but for the most part, they are they are much shorter. Yeah, so that was a good reminder that, like, okay, the story stuff isn't the only thing going on, and despite the fact that I know that I got to mainline it so that I can get the the things unlocked that I need to unlock because you got to start the economy working. Uh, eventually, the game will be more bite sized, and that that's been helpful. Um, I was not super down on the writing, actually, even after the Francesca thing, because I was excited to be like, I Mac trucked that lady and I wish I could do it again. You mm -hmm. know, because <laughs> I was yep. like, I was level 35 and I was like, here, you want a, a level four uh, uh, fire spell from Lynette? Enjoy. Here, you want another one? Enjoy. Oh, uh, here, oh here's a third one. Enjoy. I was having a great time. Uh, we got that 4X, man. Let's go. Yeah. But then I did Master of Wealth Chapter 2, which was already a little bit on the, like, I'm not sure about this uh, drug use and prostitution thing because they didn't have a good track record in uh, Oct Octopath Traveler on treating this well. Man. Uh -huh. Does that culture really despise women that work in the trade? It, yeah, it's not yeah. great. I mean, the I get it, that it, she's it, the bad guy, but like right. they tell you, they tell you in chapter two that she was sold into earmuffs prostitution by her sisters so yeah. that they could inherit a fortune and then you're supposed to be like oh she did that willingly and she's come back and killed them for it oh what a bad guy and i'm like all right i kind of like her you know <laughs> like, I, I think the i think the coming back and killing her sister's part isn't the bad part it's the everything else turning the yeah, entire town the, into the, the drug-addled crime family that she rules over with the iron fist is the bad part i get that she's not a good person but 
They didn't give me a backstory that makes me feel like she made bad choices. Yeah, you you can't really blame her for the, well, I mean, you know, killing people is illegal, yada, yada. But, like, you can't be <laughs> blaming her so much for what she did to the her sisters who, like, ruined her life, right? Well, but, and, and the story even is written to be, like, blaming her for, like, she was sold into slavery and then she was a slave. How evil. It's like, n- no, she was, like, trafficked. I don't think she had a choice. Oh no, it's evil that she sold her body. It's like, um, me no likey. You're right, writing here. Yeah, you, you, your whole ass is hanging out. Well, if it makes you feel better, I don't think there are any women involved in the power storyline. Uh, no, there aren't, and it's the one that's easiest to be like, oh, this guy's a bad guy. Uh. He's doing the things that normal bad guys do. Well, there, there's the one. Oh, the, yeah, the blind woman that Re, Ryu, right. yeah. yeah. But she's like, and it, she's a protagonist. She's like doing, like, she's other than the women in my party who are really tired of being told by men what's wrong. Um, guys, I don't know if you've noticed that, but all the main quest people are men. I just want to say though, um, what's his name from the wealth storyline? He's my bro. I want. I wish that guy was a guy I could have in my party. Br- I like Br- him. What's Berlatoni or something? Ber- 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 Burgle? Ber- Bergamo? Something? Ber- I, don't yeah. I don't know what his name is. I can't keep. There's yeah, so many I like names. That. I liked that guy by the end of that storyline. Well, his. You know who's more interesting to me in that storyline? Who I don't know how it's going to turn out with, but uh, that Sonia woman that shows up is interesting. Right, but I'm sure they're gonna be like, and then she did horrible things. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in a crime family, Michael. <laughs> yeah, just just keep playing, keep playing the chapters, Andy. Just keep playing the chapters. Wonderful. Yeah. Look, I'm just gonna say it's not like this game is out there not foreshadowing exactly everything that's gonna happen. So you know, you probably could. Look, man, you could probably guess where this stuff is going. I'm guessing where it's going. But like, like I said, I've got a party of eight women here. They're all very strong. They're really tired of all these men quest givers and their problems with women. I will tell you that the the next story arc features more heavily a couple of female protagonists. That would be nice. Yeah. As like strong characters. Good. Good. Yeah. I don't dislike the game. The writing um, is from a different place with different values. And while bad guys are bad guys and killing people is not good, and therefore we have to take these people down, um, we could probably lay off the, like, judgment a little bit. I think in terms of actual gameplay i have finally uh i have finally fully armed and operational status to my nut farming and am like oh experience i can finally gain it again i have a yeah. problem with experience um i mean you're severely over leveled to the content you're playing so you don't really have that much of a problem with it well, so, uh, yeah, but my problem is that I have, this is what I was going to mention, actually, was one of the things on my list to talk about. Um, I have a bunch of three and a half star characters that are going to be level capped here any minute. Yeah, so I'm running yep. into that, too. I um, have several uh, that have hit caps. Yep. And I am, you know, I've still got one, two, three, four, plus however many master of all chapters to do before I can unlock hunts. Uh, you only it's, need to do the first one, yeah, so it, in you can the, get it pretty quick. So five more, five more mainline chapters, which is like five hours <laughs> before I can unlock it. hunts and even start to work on trying to class up my three and a half stars into four stars. But you really won't need it. Like the t- the experience gains you're going to start getting are just going to be like ignoring the cates. Yeah, everything else is going to be pittances. Oh, I get experience from almost nothing. At this point, 
Right. So like my point is like, yeah, you'll do the daily Cates. And at this point, you know, trade your three and a half stars that are capped out with other three stars and level them up. That's what I've been doing. I found uh, here's my uh, tip for the day. I found a three star person who gives the person in their row 10% experience. Oh, yes. That, that works on everything. That's pretty good. I've got to learn how to use Lynette better. Like, I'm sure there's really good strategies with Lynette, but like, I'm not very good at the row switch timing, especially because she's one of my biggest damage dealers. I, I have to keep her in the back charging up for a nuke a lot of the time. Um, mm. And then she's I mean, fast, so she jumps up and the people that are in the back are also charging nukes. And so then they all jump up at the same time, but they're behind her so they don't get the bonus. So I got to I got to figure that out. So for for something like that, what you want to do is you want to leave her in the back row and switch everyone else up a turn ahead. Yeah, but um, then they get beat up. <laughs> yeah, that is the unfortunate part of the front row. Uh-huh. That's how it goes. Uh, but it's important that they not get beat up because Sophia halves all her SP costs if she's at full health. Sure. So... You know, that 40 SP spell is only 20 SP. <laughs> kind of the, important also. The, the tough life of a team builder. Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, it's a good game when it comes to the thing. I have to tell you something, uh, Michael, and it's going to blow your mind. Okay. It's not the Bravely default system. Okay, in what sense? Well, one thing you said you wish you could do is defend. Would you that like would be to be nice know- at times. Would you like to know what defaulting is in Bravely Default? It's defending. It sure is. <laughs> uh, so in Bravely Default, so in this, if you just do one action, you gain an extra action the next turn, right? Right. In Bravely Default, you have to default to get the extra actions. So you need to defend. Right. You don't just auto gain extra actions. You do... Uh, very often start with extra actions because your characters start with extra actions and then you can just rip rip through battles like this one where you have like, I'll just boost all and attack. Um, you could do that, right? At the beginning. Yeah, uh, alpha you, strike. Yeah, you usually start with extra. But you to get them back, you gotta like default to get them back. Um, the other thing in Bravely Default is that when you brave and you get your extra actions is literally another turn. So like I'm going to attack four times means I'm going to attack four times four targets. So I attack this one, this one, this one, and this one, not I attack four times on the same target or I boost my spell times four. You cast the thing four times and you can change targets each time, which would make this game broken. Yeah, it would trivialize a lot yeah. of things if you could do that. Yeah, there would be no contest for 90% of fights. Because of the uh, break system, which Bravely Default does not have. Yep. And I will say, the uh, whatever the setting is that allows you to like pick targets per character... Becomes really helpful for those things. Oh it, yes, we yeah. like, you have to. I mean, because oftentimes I don't, I don't have a bow or a spear in my formation currently. Yeah, I have, I, I have a spear I have that however, I rotate in, but yeah, <laughs> I do have, however, uh, three fan users. Mm. Uh, so it becomes really important, like splitting up who's attacking what, because oftentimes I can kill everything in one go if I'm paying attention and change targets. But yeah, it's um, it is a bravely alike, but it the bravely system is much, much, much more idiosyncratic. It would make honestly make these games, this game, probably too long to be a mobile game. Sure, uh, the battles would take forever. I think the uh, you will get some of that alpha strike feeling back, Andrew, as you start to power your characters up uh, a lot more and you unlock nodes that allow them to start with extra BP. Oh, wow. Yeah, yes. those are super helpful. 
So I know five star characters have them on the last board in the very center. Okay. I just unlocked my first one. Probably costs a lot of JP. I think four. it's like four. Yeah. And every step on that last board is like two. Oof. Um, but the bonuses are quite high. So, yeah. you know, rushing it is actually kind of good. You know, yeah. maybe pick up some stuff along the way so your character isn't useless. But there are some good passives along the way for a lot of characters. Like, um, like I oh, mentioned, yeah. Sophia's, Sophia's passive of like half a uh, half SP at full health. Oh, my God. Yep. Viola has one that is like a single target, lower defense, lower physical and magical defense by 20%. Like, yeah, I'm detouring for that. She's (laughs) also got one that is lower the lower the shield of every enemy on the field by two, regardless of weakness. Yep, I have to get that one. That's my next stop. Who is that? It's a Viola. Yeah. It's a fire attack, though. So unfortunately, there are not. That one's not. That one's a dagger. Oh, okay. She has also a fire attack one that does that then. Okay. Um, yeah, but it is a... Uh, Andrew, <laughs> the SP pool doesn't suspend, doesn't make that work as well as you want it to, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It hits twice, but it will take off two shields, but only two. And so when you four times it or whatever, you still only get two hits. Yeah. I mean, that's still one hit better than my shield break on Aslight or Aslight or however you say her name. Yeah. Um, you know, like you say, as you get farther along, uh, you know, if you encounter Kates in the wild or whatever, you really just need spells that hit multiple times. I love, and... I love though, that when I cast that is, uh, every time she's, I cast it, she says, shoot crack. I'm like, yes, shield crack. Yes. Thank you for casting it again and again <laughs> and again. <laughs> the voice acting is good sometimes. It is good. I really like it actually. Even, um, the marvelous, yeah, that guy. I I really I, I genuinely love the voice acting. It's very fun and good many times. Uh, I laugh and I am reading. I'm reading the subs and I know just enough Japanese to be like, that's not everything he said, or like he said way more in English than he did in Japanese. Or mm. <laughs> like localization. Do 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 do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, or knowing a little bit of Japanese and being like, huh, it's an interesting way to translate the idea of what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Um, I have a, a question for you about. Oh God, people are probably so bored of us talking about this game, but there's so much going on <laughs> in the game. Um, do should I continue to farm the monsters in the nameless wilds? Yes. Why? Because once you have finished building those buildings, you can trade in those extra materials for shards that let you buy future materials that show up in the exchange. Okay. So So those shards you can trade for stuff, right? Like some of them you can trade for, example, the materials you need to build the nut farm. Um, I think you need like several hundred in order to do that. But also, you can trade for, like, uh, accessories for your characters. You can trade for weapons. And in the future, apparently, they add, like, all kinds of crazy stuff to that shop. But it costs, like, 10,000 shards. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, Also, the path actions of everyone in the Nameless Town reset every day. And... Did they have path actions before I unlock the nut farm because i don't know what i've I've already done the little party on the hill but there's only three people living there yeah so each of the three people there should be one power one fame and one wealth oh he probably doesn't have all those people yet i don't think you're far enough if you got the party on the hill he should have i have the artist the and his wife yeah the merchant and nefty that live there i don't know yeah, there should be four people that live there. Okay. For where you are. There'll right. be a fifth when you add the nut farm. I actually but yeah, haven't checked. Redo, so. redo their actions every day because they reset uh, more of those shards. Okay. And you can oh. farm those every day. I'm not done any of that either. See, this is the thing with these games that is frustrating. Is like, I didn't know that I needed to be farming these for the last two months, you know? It's not going to, like, 
make or break you. But. Yeah. Well, so the thing about it is nothing in this game goes away other than the like limited time collaboration characters. So you don't really have to be all that worried about about getting somewhere as fast as you can because you're going to miss it. You're, you're basically so bad. Not. If we even get a man, who knows? Yeah, that's true. Did they, they said? No, they probably haven't said if there's going to be a new character this week. But no. Uh, but the the content update, the major content update for this month drops on Wednesday. Oh, so there will be something new probably. What? Yes. Yeah. They'll so probably have a new banner. There's actually well, there's going to be new mainline story content. Oh, that's for people past all chapter eight. So, yeah, you pass chapter eight and then there are two. One or two epilogue missions, two epilogue missions to after chapter eight and then of of all of master of all. Right. Which is the next story arc. But Once I get past chapter one, I don't need to like rush. Because then I'll have hunts and the nut farm. Yes. Okay. The the final upgrade of the nut farm requires you to begin chapter three. Okay. But you will unlock it in the beginning of chapter one, and that will probably be enough for a while. Okay. Yeah. But let me tell you, Andrew, the ranking of nuts, okay? You got the S, you got the M, you got uh-huh. the L. Yeah. Then you got tasty S. Oh. You got tasty M. Oh, you got tasty L. Okay, those numbers are bigger, and it's gotcha. in that order, right? So tasty S already bigger than L, and mm. you there's farm a... the tasty ones from the the nut farm. JJ, there's one more. Oh, I haven't seen any one more. Don't blow yeah. my mind. I've only <laughs> seen tasty L. That's as far as I can go. There are supreme. Well, I don't know where you get supreme, supreme but I want only... it desperately. So one supreme only come in large. And two, they are a random rare drop from the trees in the nut farm. Good Lord. Well, maybe one day I'll see one of those, uh, but I haven't yet. I did only just upgrade it the final time today. So okay. Yeah, you'll, you'll see them within the, the next couple of days that you farm it. Huh. Um, so. so, yeah, the story content. Uh, well, so, yeah, you finish chapter eight, you finish the two epilogue stories, and then you get the prologue it splits back up into three and you get the prologue of each of the next three chapters and uh, let me tell you those prologues some crazy stuff starts happening does everyone start talking like cats that'd be crazy not not right not right meow (laughs) every time i get the letter from the cat i just keep reading it in meowth from pokemon's voice (laughs) (laughs) meowth that's right it's like oh god I wish that I didn't have to read that letter every single time to collect it. And just not read it. No, but you just tap through it. Yeah, I know. But like, why do I have to tap things so many times? Don't make me tap so much. It's a mobile game. (laughs) Hashtag engagement. (laughs) How many times do you you want to hashtag engage with this podcast? You can email (laughs) us and find us on social media. Okay, look. Email us more bike questions. I will answer specific bike questions because you shouldn't buy a bike in one week. You should have a lot of research and email me more questions. But my review of my electric bike is that I'm 100% happy that I got an electric bike and not a regular one. Cool. There you go. Podcast at wewerogamers.com. Yeah. Find us on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, And on... uh other places social media podcasting apps yeah, you're all tweet, over the place tweet at us hashtag stop talking about champions of the continent hey look at it this way we're we're nowhere close to hearthstone levels of game discussion that is true yeah so like <laughs> stufu that's what i'm saying <laughs> but and, please uh, keep we, listening we <laughs> you know what no i've decided at this point the the podcast you know we're we're going to be abusive to our user base, and that's what we're going to do now. You know, uh, yeah. if you're a fan of uh, Insert Credit, they really took off once they started calling their mail thing the Dirt Bag. <laughs> it's a great name. Uh, we do a point of order uh, to the to the podcast. I know we have talked about doing the food thing, and we talked about answering it, and we didn't do that t- today. I, we'll do that next time. Agreed? 
Yes. Yes. I'm ready next time. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready next time. <laughs> I will also next time be ready. <laughs> Riker, Riker slumped on the bridge. JPEG next time, please. So tired. Marvelous. Marvelous. Uh, and I will, uh, maybe we'll talk about other video games then too, but, uh, no promises. Uh, I guess.